go. I'm Jordan Tober. This is Catch You on the Rebound. I'm here with my special guest, Ashley Gobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Gobby from Fort Worth, Texas. Yes. On town. We are Fort Worthians in the building. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to brag on you a little bit, Ash. Ashley Gobby is a soul cycle instructor. Ashley Gobby is an instructor at Session Pilates as well as Barry's Boot Camp. Um, all while being pregnant right now. Yes, sir. How many weeks pregnant are you? Uh, 32 weeks tomorrow. 32 so eight weeks left. Weeks. Eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nice. Okay. So, um, yeah, we're going to go right into, like, exactly what you're dealing with right now in your life. Okay. Tell me about how pregnancy affected your teaching and your instructing. Yeah, it took me, first first part, thankfully, first trimester, I was very lucky that it didn't hit me as hard as it hits most women. Um, But... Thankfully, uh, before I was an instructor, I danced professionally, and I just was extremely lucky that I never had a serious injury in the past. And um, so I've never had to deal with restrictions. But uh, (laughs) the past seven and a half months, um, definitely I learned about slowing down, that I'm not superwoman, that I can't do everything, Mm -hmm. that it's not about me anymore. Um, And I've just had to learn my limitations and listen to my body and realizing that I can't just fix it. Usually I can, you know, ice, elevate, take some Advil and be good in five days. Um, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Rice, exactly. But that's not the case. Uh, so there's a human being growing. So it is, like I said, it's not about me anymore. So it's definitely been a humbling experience and Mm. learning so much about, Truly, this is a blessing, and the yeah. human body is an amazing, <laughs> amazing thing. But um, at the same time, it's forced my hand to go down other avenues with my teaching to, okay. you know, use my words more with instructing. I can't yeah. use my body. I can't demo like that. I have to demo with yeah. cueing in different ways and connecting in different ways than physically, which I've, that's all I've known. Yeah, you having a girl, right? Baby girl, yes. <sighs> yeah. How does that feel? Because I know with the whole father son thing, it's like a whole battle that goes on there. What it, like what's going through your head knowing that like you're about to have a daughter? I'm, I'm super excited. I'm mm-hmm. I, I'm blessed that my mom and I have such a good relationship. Yeah. So I think that's why I'm shout not, out to Babs. Yeah, shout out to Babs. That's why I'm not. I'm not that nervous because I really feel like I learned so much from her um, that, you know, I, it's all about communication and I want her to always feel like she can come to me and talk to me about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, that's not freaking me out. I know a lot of, I hear crazy stories about women that are competitive with their daughters or, yeah threatened or all these crazy emotions. I mean, granted, everybody's valid for their own whatever situation, but thankfully that's not the case. Like, I'm super excited and can't wait to have a little partner in crime. That's true. And I've met Babs, and you guys do have a great relationship. Babs is a teacher, Mm -hmm. of course, and you teach as well. Yep. 
Cool. So yeah, yeah. I like I like how you said how like you don't want to have that comp- competitive yeah no relationship with your daughter. Usually, typically with with men, father son, it's a very difficult boundary. Just especially if they do sports or if they do something similar to like yeah. what their parents did. It's kind of yeah. most relationships are they're either father son or coach player. Right. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, exactly. In my experience with my dad, my dad didn't play basketball, but like he was very strict in a, in a way where it was kind of like player son. We didn't have the relationship to where like I could go to him and talk before he passed. And yeah. that's kind of like why I'm doing what I'm doing now, because mm-hmm. I don't want anybody that still has their father or has their mother to, to hold that like resentment. I held like a resentment with my dad. I held a grudge for like whatever reason. Um, and then now, as you know, like he has passed on and that really opened me up that like changed my life. Um, and that's, that's why we here now. Um, okay. Moving forward, you're a dancer. Do you still dance? In my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) I guess on the bike, you could say. Yeah. In a way we dance on the bike. Yeah. We dance on the bike. I dance on the floor a lot now because I can't (laughs) ride the bike as much as, uh, I'm used to riding it. Um, yeah, no, I haven't. My last union job I did was probably December of 2012. Okay. Okay. It's not too long ago. Yeah. So not too long ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, all I ever knew was dance. I started at the age of five. Nice. Um, like I said, I went to Booker T. Washington Arts Magnet in Dallas yep. for high school for my junior, senior year, and then moved mm-hmm. to L.A. right after that and lived in Los Angeles for 17 years and danced professionally for 14 of those years. And wow. I just, that's all I knew. That's all I knew. Wow. And, you know, by the age of 28, you're considered old in the dance world. And really? you either, you either okay. go to teaching dance from there, choreographing. Yeah. Or you yeah. just hold on to your dance shoes as long as you can. Um, but thankfully, fitness just kind of fell into my lap. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, it, it's it's crazy that it just kind of happened. And I never thought I would find something that I love just as much as dance. And I did. And I'm so yeah. blessed because I know friends still that are my age that are still holding on to their dance because they? they don't know what they, they just don't know what they want to do. Cause all that's we true. ever know, I mean, you can relate. I mean, any athlete can relate. Can. All, all, you, you, that's all you did. Yeah, I was a dance scary. nerd. I literally danced my whole life. I didn't do anything else. I didn't know okay. anything else. And so that's what made was, you want to dance. I don't even, I mean, my mom, my mom said I begged to start at the age of three, but she wouldn't let me start until I started kindergarten. Okay. So wow. I just loved I, I just loved the. I understand. Do the, you watch the dance shows? The attention. Like, do you the, watch World of Dance? You watch the dance shows? I've never watched World of Dance. I watched okay. So You Think okay, when so it first started. Um, nice. I've never watched, um, mm. what's the other one? I'm drawing a blank. Pregnancy Brain. Um, Is it a dance show? Yeah. Uh, the the oh, ballroom one. Um, Dancing with the Stars? Dancing with the Stars. Never watched an episode of that. I watched never. Emmett Smith win. I watched his. We got to get Miles on Dancing with the right? Stars. Right? We should get Miles <laughs> on that. I can't dance, Ashley. <laughs> we should get Miles on that. We should. That's funny. Yeah. That'd be funny. But yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. Cool. So I'm just, like I said, I am blessed to have found something. Because I never, yeah. if you would have asked me 15 years ago, oh, you're going to be on a microphone talking in front of people, I yeah. would be like, you're, you're joking. Because I was 
scared to death. Like I, yes. that just wasn't my, com- I mean, I was comfortable obviously being in front of hundreds of people, but yeah. dancing, not speaking. Speaking I was able to is use my, different. Yeah, I was able to use my body to express yes. my emotion and passion. And yeah. now I'm having to use my words and I it's would good. have never thought. And like I said, when it stumbled into my path, I yeah. just kind of was, I was still dancing professionally and just started to slowly teach and I fell in love with it. I'm glad you did. Yeah. But those of y'all who don't know, in Ashley's Soul Cycle class, you kind of have to like keep the rhythm with class, and you kind of kind of have. How would you describe it? How I mean, it's a ri- it's a rhythm based yeah. class. In a way, to me, it's it is dancing. You're of dancing course, like, yeah, why are you in it class? is. Um, I remember my first uh, Soul Cycle class I took was in 2014, and I was like, oh, oh. I got this. I'm a dancer. <laughs> yeah, I did not have it. Really, definitely, you struggled. I definitely struggled. I definitely Ooh. struggled. Um, and that's when my competitive side of me is like, oh no, like yep. I, the yeah. same thing oh, happened yeah. with me. <laughs> and that's what happens is that it 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 really brings like athletes and it brings in so many different kinds of people into one room, and it's just mm. so cool how we can put our differences and beliefs aside and get in that room and just yeah. Compete in a healthy way, a healthy I guess you way. could say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say it's you know it's a rhythm based class. Yeah. Uh, we use resistance to to help find the beat of the mm-hmm. music. We ride as a pack, as a crew, as a tribe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, leading with the same leg. You know, and just syncing up and feeling yeah. that magic that we create between those four walls. I like that. Um, so just kind of like piggyback up off you said. Um, we're a pack when we're in there. We're together. Mm-hmm. Everybody is kind of moving to the same tune. Mm-hmm. Um, I had experiences where I, I met and I spoke with therapists, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know. It just wasn't for me. And uh, this is a mental health podcast. So I don't know. The way I perceive uh, mental health and therapy is like everybody has to express themselves in different way. Like as an athlete or as a dancer, like I like to use my body. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and obviously, like, you can attest to that. Um, when I remember my first class, I, I believe it was with you. Like, my first, like, cycling class was with me and Velt. And I struggled. Like you said, I struggled. But in my head, I was like, I'm a professional athlete. There's no way I can't do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yep. I remember the first time, like, I started to get it. I started to get the tap bags and have, like, the right foot lead. And it just felt so good. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, so... I believe everybody needs an outlet and like it doesn't necessarily have to be talking to someone, you know, it can be working out. It could be dancing. You know what I mean? It could be singing. It could be painting art. It could be whatever, like you choose to decide, but I just don't believe that we should just put people in this box as if you're dealing with something in your life. Okay. Okay. You need to talk to somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, um, or here, take this pill or this prescription. Oh, I'm or, so against those. Same. Same. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I always joke. I'm like, well, Soul cycle class is a lot cheaper than a therapy session. (laughs) And it is. It really is. Um, All right. Talk to us about uh, soulful. And then I want you to tell everybody like about the the candle. 
Okay. Yeah. The kid, well, I guess there was an SNL skit last Saturday night. I haven't seen it yet. It's about Soul Cycle. I don't know. Really? It's, it's, I don't know. They, and I think okay. part of it is about the candle, which is so funny. Because I did have an instructor candle. that I teach with, an instructor that I teach with at Session Pilates okay. that asked me literally probably a couple, like two or three weeks ago, yeah. what does the candle mean? <laughs> you just have and to it's go. not like they sit us down in training uh, and tell us like about the candle. There's definitely not a, a yeah. chapter in our in our manual about the candle. Um, the candle is special. This is just for me. I'm, I'm speaking, I'm not okay. speaking on behalf of soul cycle. This is just my yeah. take on it. My first soul cycle class. Um, I was kind of going through a, a rough time okay. in my life personally at yep. that moment. I was very lost, very, I was definitely in a transitional stage. Good. And, um, I remember my best Good. friend asked me like, just in the moment, like what's something that you've always wanted to do that you've never done. And I love I, I love that question. She just was like, "What is I it?" I love that. And I said, "Take a soul cycle class." It just came out. Really? I, it was. It, I I can't. Still to this day, can't explain what yeah. what made me what made me say that because they had probably been at this point in Los Angeles for four years. Okay, maybe I think they opened. No, they might have only been there for. I can't remember how long they had been there. Yeah. Not too long. Soul but cycle. I had been. Yeah, soul cycle. I'd been already instructing for a couple of years at yeah. a couple other studios, and you don't. You just. You can't, no pun intended, but you can't hold a, a flame next to Soul Cycle. Like they're just, they're the, they're the best. They are. Yeah. They are. I mean, really, I, yeah. even even if I wasn't working for the company, <laughs> even if I wasn't working for the company, I would say they yeah, are yeah. the best. And so, I was like, I want to see what they're all about. I, like I, I want to see like what they're that. all about. Best. Let them know. <laughs> you know. Best. And so, I was like, I'm gonna go take a class. And I went in, and I actually one of my friends that I danced with several years back, she was mm. teaching for them. I had no idea. Mm. So I went and took her class Didn't even tell her I was coming. I went in and she, I don't think she even gave me the candle. I don't think it was that, mm. but during the soulful moment okay. in class, um, for those of you who don't let know, us know cycle, what the soulful moment after is, yes. traditionally yes. after arms, we have a moment where arms we, is real, <laughs> where we play just <laughs> like more of a, a soulful song. Got it. Sometimes instructors will do their soulful moment at a different part of class, but okay. the traditional yeah. time and place is right after arms before our let go know home what song. Arms is too. <laughs> you gotta let them. You gotta let them know. You know, somebody might want to go to Soul Cycle. Yeah, too. yeah. So we, you know, we kick your butt, then you do arms, mm. and you have a soulful moment, and then we kick our butt one more time and go home. That's kind of yes. like the traditional arc of a class. And yep. so soulful moment after, after weights, usually the lights go down. Mm -hmm. It's a more of a, you know, emotional, it is slower. Man. I always close my eyes. Song. Yeah. Most people close their eyes. It's just your moment. I personally, for me, I don't speak in my soulful moment. A lot of instructors do speak. I just mm -hmm. don't. Cause I, it, I want it to be about, the writer, I want the writer to yeah. do whatever they need to do and think about whatever they need to think about. So anyway, so my first class, that was that moment. Mm -hmm. And um, I just remember the smell of the candle being blown out. Mm. For some reason, mm. it just like that, every time I smell it, I think of that, that first class I took. And I was, okay. I was crying in that really? moment, just crying. Uh, just, and it wasn't necessarily sad tears. It was yeah. like, I just found my place. Like this I is felt my that home. Before. Like I just like, yep, I'm yeah. right where I'm supposed to be. Yep. 
I, 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 yeah. I found it. I found it. And so I yeah, ended yeah. up, I was just a writer for two years. Oh, yeah. I Nobody knew I was an instructor, a private trainer. Yeah. I taught Pilates. Like, I was very, like, under the radar. It was kind of like my church, my sanctuary. I just wow. went and I would ride. But that smell of the candle has stuck with me since yeah. the beginning. And so fast forward to becoming an instructor three years ago, or now over three years ago. That's crazy. Three and a half years ago. Um the candle is just very special to me. And so, so sometimes I obviously, if there's new writers, I'll put the candle in Give front of a candle. new writer. Yep. If it's somebody's birthday, yep. soul anniversary, uh, a milestone as like their hundredth ride, like yep. I'll, I'll do that. I'll do the obvious, I'll, mm -hmm. you know, I'll put the candle. But then sometimes I don't even know. Sometimes really? I just grab the candle and I, I start to walk. Really? And I just feel wow. who needs it. And that's what's so crazy is that nine times out of ten, that person will come up to me after class. And they're like, you have no idea how much I needed that candle today. Yeah. Um, and, and also, and I put it out in different times, too. Sometimes I put it out towards the beginning of the class. Sometimes I wait until soulful and I just have them blow it out right away. Nice. Sometimes I'll put it in front of the wheel and not have them blow it out and mm -hmm. see... If they can if blow, blow it out, out themselves with the I wheel. thought about that. I thought about it, that. It just yeah. it, that, and there's no rhyme and reason to any of that. I just do it, mm. whatever I'm kind of feeling. But yeah. um, it's just very special to me. So, and then if I yeah, have yeah. talked to somebody before class that like is going through like a tough time right now, or if I know yeah. they are, I'll give them the candle. Sometimes it's planned. Yeah. Sometimes it's not. It just depends on. Yeah. But I, I've I learned it. that if I just go off a feeling, yeah. that that you gotta that feeling you is yeah. nine times out of ten. Right. I love I love yeah. how you say that, um, and then kind of how we were talking about, you know, for an athlete or you were a dancer, like you don't really know what's next. Like you don't, and and I mean, people can say like plan for or whatever. Like it's going, it's going to come fast. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> and I love the question you said, like, what was one thing in your life that you always wanted to do? I don't think people ask themselves that. Yeah. I don't think they do. No. I think, uh, I don't want to say uh, the best version. I think a better version of everyone is if they, they would just go and do something they always wanted to do in their life. You know what I mean? It, it just, it changes yeah. you. I, mm -hmm. I could never swim. I learned how to swim at 25. Wow. Right? And for me, like, it, it don't seem like nothing. But for me, it was just like the biggest, like, lifestyle change and I can just now I can go swim whatever I can go to the river I can go mm -hmm. I can go in the ocean you know what I mean it just opens so many doors for me yeah limitations will, will yes you. yeah they will <clears throat> yeah um and it's usually like something so small to just change that mm -hmm. like I've like I've always liked to talk to people I've always just liked to get like really deep and have have intimate conversations yeah you know like I don't like just meeting people and having small talk like that's just not me. Like I just I just want to know who you are and like right. what you've been through because like like as I told you earlier somebody listening or somebody from your class somebody that's never heard of Soul Cycle ever in life is they're gonna listen to this and be like okay I'm I'm going to Soul Cycle yeah I'm going to Ashley's class yeah and I want to see like what it's all about yeah because I mean for and like and like again I'm speaking for myself like my class is more than just burning calories. Like oh, physical yeah. is, just, yeah. that's just bonus for me. I, yeah. I could care less yeah. about that part. I mean, granted, obviously I care <laughs> about being healthy and being physical, but yeah. it's so much more than that yeah. for me, for me personally. <clears throat> I mean, there's some I instructors like that. that are just like, let's just go crazy and 
kick our butts and sweat it out. I don't but, like those. But for me, it's it's just so much more than that. It's yeah. mental, it's emotional, it's spiritual, and it's physical. That's yeah. all of the above. I, when it, when it, and it's, and it's oh, the same way that it is when with instructing. If somebody is just rah, rah, just hard, like, the whole time, mm-hmm. like, you almost, like, lose the sense of, like, why you're there. And you're, like, struggling to hold on. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a fine line. I mean, I yeah. always say I teach how I would want somebody to teach to me. Okay. I teach how I want to be taught to. I like that. That's that's just how I've always approached my teaching yeah. since the beginning. Like and that. then um, I've just taken other elements from different instructors, whether they be soul yep. cycle instructors or yep. from yoga, from sound bath classes, from meditation workshops, yep. from podcasts that I've listened to, from books that I've yep. read, from yeah. just pulled from every, all these different sources and just yep. kind of made it my, my own. And I just, like I all said right. before, when we were talking, I just, I just talked to people about what I need to hear. People are like, how do you know what I needed to hear? I'm like, because I need to hear it too. We're all going through the we same, not, maybe not, not the, the same, same situation, thing, but we're all going through something. something we're all going through something. Yeah. And there's a reason why we went on the app, went online, booked that class, true. fought traffic, fought the parking lot, fought whatever <laughs> we fought to get clipped yeah. in and our butt on the bike. True. There's, true. there's something that was driving us. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is just, and, and I also say, it, maybe it is just to sweat it out that day. Yeah. You don't have to have a life-altering, yeah. like, aha moment in class. Maybe it's just simply to let off steam true. and sweat it out. That's true. As long as you feel better than when you walked in, that's all I care about. Have you had, okay, have you had a moment, and you don't have to list, like, anybody's name or anything, where somebody came up to you and it was just, like, what they said to you or, like, whatever it was uh, that made them come say something to you just kind of like almost like dropped you to your knees like oh you 100% just couldn't believe it oh yeah I really? mean multiple times and yeah and I always hear it when I need to hear it the second that I'm doubting myself or that I'm like whatever doubts I have whether I'm like mm-hmm. what makes me up on this podium being able to say these things like just whatever doubts I have and yeah. then somebody will come up to me and say I don't even, I mean, I, I'm so thankful for social media too, because even if yeah. people are shy to say it to me after class, they'll, they'll write to me after media. class, they'll write yeah. me a message. And whether yeah. it be someone's father had passed away mm. four months ago and mm. said, I have not felt like myself until your class tonight. Mm. And I'm just, and of course now I'm like, you can't mess with a pregnant woman's hormones good. right yeah, now. Like, had to feel good. And I was like, I, 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 and I always say, you, I don't let anybody cry alone in my presence. Mm. So, mm. you know, I'm just like, it, it was, it was, it was, mm. it was, I just need to hear it. It's uh, it's crazy okay. how like the universe is like, nope. Okay. Actually stop down yourself, squash that. And so, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm blessed that. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm grateful that my riders feel comfortable enough coming up to me after class yeah. and saying those things. And, um, I love that. Oh yeah. The universe. That's, I love yeah, that. that that's said. why I do what I do. I mean, yeah. it's just the, the, the impact and the change that and the human connection that we can have in such a, you would think if you're an outsider looking in such a simple, simple thing, but it's, it's way going more on complex. Getting on a bike for this. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> it's serious. Yeah. You're like, you're in, and I always joke. I'm like, yeah, people, like you're in a room with a and on a bike that goes nowhere, but I'm like, but you have no idea. It takes you everywhere. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I don't, and I, and I believe in like the universe. I believe in manifestation. Like all of this is manifestation. Hundred percent. You know, like I've always wanted to do something in entertainment or mm-hmm. just I always just wanted to do a lot of different things. That's why, like when I 
But I started to do Soul Cycle. I started to do yoga. And then I started to do Rise Nation. And mm-hmm. now I'm here speaking, which is something. I, don't, I, don't, I think it was my junior year at Texas Tech. I took a speech class because mm-hmm. I couldn't speak. Like, I would never, I would never answer questions in class when I was in school because, like, I just, public speaking terrified me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I took a speech class, and, like, I just told myself. This is what I tell myself now. Like, if I'm afraid of something, I just go. I just go do it. Like, whatever it is. Because the longer you, like, put it off, the, like, the more a hold it has on you. So anything that, like, frightens me, like, I just go do it. You know what I mean? Um, and I just wish more people would, like, be like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, a lot of people are, are like stuck stuck in their ways and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. We were stuck in their ways. Um, okay. You said you, you said you listen to some podcasts. You read some books. You got to give us some names, some authors. Oh, gosh. You're going to make my brain work right now. Yeah. Um, the Four Agreements. I've read that. Yeah. I've um, read that. I like that one. I love those. I love those. The, um the badass, what's it called? You're um, a badass. You're a badass. I like that. I liked that one. I some people disagree with that, yeah. but I I liked it. It mm-hmm. spoke to me, and I also believe I think there's some books that I didn't like that other people were obsessed yeah, with, and I think if you're just not, you have to be at a certain place. Yeah, you gotta be in the right it's like state. Like watching a movie. I mean, yeah. some movies you're like, oh, really? But then like other people, it yeah. was life changing for them because they needed to to hear whatever message okay. that movie gave. Um, okay. What's your favorite movie? Oh, favorite movie. There's so many, Jordan. Really? I mean, Dirty Dancing is just like the first thing that popped into my I don't head. I have ever seen you're that. Pro- I was going to say, you've probably never seen that. Yeah, check it out. I could probably list my top five favorite movies and you've never I bet seen. I know one. Come on. True Beverly Hills? No. <laughs> 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 um, I'm, let me try to think of like a new movie that I've okay. seen in the past like two okay. or three years that I really liked. Oh, yeah. the movie with uh, Kevin Hart, uh, The Upside. Did you ever did you see I that? I love that one. So good. That was so I could good. watch that on repeat. Yes. Bohemian Rhapsody. I love that one. I like that one. Yeah. I knew, I I knew no Queen. Yeah. 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 I love how that made them so much more relevant again to the mm-hmm. younger generation that. That's true. Had no idea that I know anything about We it. Will Rock You is Queen, and they just yep. used to hearing that at every sporting event. That's true. That's or true. Or like all, I'm like, thanks mm. to YouTube and commercials that all the 80s music, everybody really knows. They just have no idea that. Ashley's an 80s baby. Y'all. I am. I am. Yeah. Oh. So. Okay. Talk to us about yeah. the 80s, because like, you know, like I grew up like I'm a 90s baby. Yeah. So I grew up with what? Chris Brown, Usher, <laughs> like... That's when, like, you remember crunk? You remember that word, like, crunk? Crunk. Like, Let's get crunk. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that yeah. was terrible. That's when that's I, horrible. That's what I that was. That was in my early <laughs> 20s. Yeah. So I really was getting crunk. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, that word's horrible. Yeah. But, uh, like, I don't know I don't know much about the 80s. Um, so, kind of like re-enlighten us. I, I believe that life, like, repeats itself. So yeah. everything that was popular in the that, 80s Yeah, will that's come when back. it will make you feel real old, when you've yeah. seen something repeated three yeah. times <laughs> at this point yeah. like jelly sandals i think i've seen them jelly sandals. is I that a thing them. now again i remember jelly sandals yeah i wore yeah. them like in elementary school I remember and those. then they became popular again when i was right out of high school and then i yeah. think they're popular again that's true i don't know i can't keep up okay. um no the 80s i love the 80s i mean yeah. 
I was, I mean, I was young in the eighties. I was in, yeah. I was born in 81. So I yep. didn't really like live my high school, early 20 years in the eighties. Yeah. But, um, I love it. I love it. Um, okay. but yeah, I mean, but then it's just, it, and that's, it all comes back to music for me. Like just, I love how it can trigger, it can take you right to a moment. Music. Yeah. Of course. Like you just said Chris Brown and Usher and it just like triggered moments yeah. for me. Yeah. And that's what I love that I'm able, oh, even though I'm not music. dancing anymore, Yeah. Oh, I'm music. still able to connect yeah. okay. with music and perform in a sense. Okay. Even though it's completely different what I yeah. do now, but... Oh, you way, still perform. Not, I'm still performing. That's yeah. not easy, Ashley. I don't know. I, I, like, I'm going to brag on you. Like, it's, it's not many people that can just get up there. And not many people can stand in front of people and lead them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so just, I'm going to brag. I'm going to brag on you because that's that's not easy. It's not. I don't know if you. It's not easy. And see, it's, it's not just, easy just so to natural to me. I don't. Yeah. Re, I, I don't realize it. Yeah, because you've done it. And like, I just, it, that's all I've known. Yeah. That's not. That's not easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, and I mean, I'm oh, don't get me wrong. Like, I, yeah. my first ever spin class in 2010, I was huh. terrified, and I'm sure really? it was horrible. I mm -hmm. can only imagine. Um, yeah. Like I said, putting a microphone in front of my face 10 years ago, I would have never. True. Never. And I, I was just, I, that was just not my personality. Yeah. I just never was one to speak up in class or yeah. to give the toast or yeah. give the speech or True. speak on camera or what, whatever yeah. the it takes practice, like anything. Yeah. The only times I would do it when I was like being a class clown, you know what I mean? And then the teacher would tell you to like get up and like read something. And I'd be like, no, like, it's no, like it's no way I'm doing it. Right. Um, you talked about music. Like I, I love music. We can talk music all day. Mm -hmm. And I really like, I really want to like pick your brain about music. Cause I love, I love all genres. I love everything about music um, for me. So me and my dad, like that was our, that was one of our connections that we had like music. He had, so kids nowadays don't know what CDs are, <laughs> but he had this big like CD collection and we would almost like fight over some of the CDs. You know what I mean? Uh, so like, I had my little CD collection. His was way bigger than mine, but, you know, I would, like, take some of his. You know what I mean? And then slowly he kind of found out, but that was kind of, like, one thing that we could always just, like, connect on, like, music. And like you say, like, music will, like, put you in a place. Like, it'll take you back somewhere, but it can also take you forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Some certain songs, like, I'm sure everybody's felt this, like, certain songs just, like, they just touch home. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, like, what are some like some records or some albums or artists you know that really just like resonates with you? I can start it off. You I can start, start it off. off. Okay. Start it off. So my I don't know if you met my grandparents yet. Oh so my, my grandparents uh -huh. was actually the first ones to take me to a concert. Okay. And they took me to Jay Z and R. Kelly, Best of Both Worlds, <laughs> at American Airlines Center. I was eight years old. I was like, wow. I remember I, R. Kelly was bald at the time. Mm -hmm. And I remember they had like a bus fly through. And I was like, oh, my God. And he had that song. I don't know if you heard that, that song, I Wish. Mm -hmm. Of course. And I cried. Yeah. I cried when I heard that song. I was like, wow. Like, this is like, this is real. This is like really powerful. Yep. Um, and like, yeah, like music, music really does. It. Like, it really, it takes me. Now, if I hear that song, like I can't listen to it now. Mm. But, uh, yeah, like music. You really can't listen to it because it. 
It's yeah, just too just, much? Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. Or it's cheesy to you, or it's just too much? Or it's both. like, no, nah, it's not cheesy. It's, it's just it's too emotional. Too, too emotional. Yeah. Yeah, I certain understand. stuff is like too oh, emotional. Yeah. Like Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You. They played that at my dad's funeral. Mm. Oh, yeah, no, no. And no, now no. it's like, absolutely just, not. Yeah. I just can't, like, I don't want to go there. You know I what I mean? It. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yep. Um, well, my first concert, this will age me a lot, was uh, New Kids on the Block. The first time they okay. were. I've never listened to them. Yeah, that, I just was, I think I think I was in fifth grade. Yeah, big my fan. mom took me. Yeah. And I remember I got the flu the next day, and I thought, it, <laughs> and I blamed it on them, and I never yeah. listened to their music again. Oh. I got sick. I was sick for like a week after that. Isn't that so okay. funny? What you remember. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, but then yeah. speaking of CDs, I mean, I had records. I had the Dirty Dancing record. So, yeah, nobody knows what that is. Um, I do. Yeah. I so do. Um, I'm trying to think like different. Oh, I'm trying to think of like an album, like start to finish that just like really. Yeah. It's not it's not many of those that you can listen to. Right. Start to especially not now. Not now. No. Oh, well, especially God. now with iTunes and you can just buy yeah. one song. That's true. You used to have to That's true. buy the whole album. The whole album, yeah. Hope that the lyrics copy. were written inside the <laughs> I, I would read the sleeve. lyrics. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would definitely read those lyrics. Yeah, I remember, like, there. I can't remember what the radio station was called in fifth grade. It okay. was the top nine at nine. Mm. And I would put a tape in, and I would record it. Okay. And I would listen, and I remember I heard she said a tape. A tape, yeah. And I would record <laughs> it, and I would Man. listen to the word, and I would write the lyrics down on paper. Really? Wow. I'm trying to think. Ice cu- Oh, Ice Cube's um, Today Was a Good Day. Love Ice Cube. Uh, what was another? It was a, what Snoop? There was a Snoop Dogg song, too. I can't remember. And I remember I would listen to most of them with my headphones on. So okay. my mom wouldn't know. Yeah. Like the salt and pepper. Uh, Let's talk about sex. <laughs> that song I would listen to. Then you on have my to like headphone. sneak and listen to music and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my mom didn't know what I was listening to. Um, yeah. But. But yeah, That's like funny. I'm trying to think like in my early 20s, like what artists, oh, like Robin Thicke mm. oh, his, yeah. and John Legend and okay. uh, Michelle Digiacello. Do you know that artist? Her mm. album, she's got a song, a lot of the most mainstream song that people would know would be from the movie Love and Basketball, uh, mm. Fool of Me is the name oh, of yeah. it. You made a fool of me. Yeah. Okay. But that For album. Sure. Her, okay. She, yeah. Oh, she, I'm going to have to get out of listen. Okay. I'm blanking on the name of it. It might have yeah. just been... Love her name, it, oh, okay. it was just might have been the album might have just been. Mm. Her name was the title. I can't remember, but nice. um, I'm trying to think. But yeah, those were because that, that you know back then that that's when I was only dancing. So yeah, dance was so music was so powerful to me because yeah. I loved jazz, contemporary, mm. lyrical style was my most. Mm. If I was gonna do it for fun, yeah. That's what I chose. Like, if I was going to go take a dance class, that's yeah. the kind of dance that I would choose to go take. Okay. Um, nice. But then, like, I love me some Celine Dion. And mm, I don't know Celine Dion. I know her, yeah. of her, but I, I don't just... But I'm not going home and turning on Celine turning on, Dion. Yeah, that, yeah, and then... Okay. But then, but now, I, like, I, I, I listen to... To all, I mean, to all of it. I love, I love all kind. Yeah. Of, I mean, I love all kinds of music. I tell you a funny story. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you would believe this, but I actually attended a uh, Miley Cyrus concert. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I did, and it wasn't. It She's wasn't not, bad. I enjoy her. Yeah, it wasn't bad. But uh, yeah, I went to a, I went to a Miley Cyrus yeah. concert. I've been to a 
Pat Green, you know Pat Green? Yeah. I've been to a Pat Green yeah. concert at the Houston Rodeo. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't I don't like to just like of course I love hip hop and R and B. Same. Yeah. But man, like sometimes I hear certain stuff like when I watch Bo Rap, when I watched the Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. I started listening to Queen and I was like, wow, like the different genres, like they have a different effect on you. Mm-hmm. It's oh, just, for sure. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, like I remember my dad had like Sting and mm-hmm. Pink Floyd, and I was like, "You listen? You really listen to this?" Because he wouldn't sing it around the house, but I was like, "Okay, you try to be low key with it." Okay, yeah. I, res- I respect it, but uh, yeah, yeah, music has such it's, a such a powerful it's awesome. effect. And what you can. Yeah. Connect with and and like okay. you said, you could talk about it forever. I mean, I mean, maybe that's just you. Yeah, two of us that say we can talk about it forever, but yeah. I feel like that's the general consensus. That okay. Um. All right. So this is this kind of like off track, but mm-hmm. uh, for the longest, I was I was I was constantly kind of like searching for like a person um, that like I wanted to be like somebody that's like famous already or successful. I was like. Really like searching for somebody that kind of like looked looked like me, like personified everything that I wanted to be, um, and I just kept like letting myself down. You know, what I mean, like most people, when I was in school, they told me I looked like fabulous, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna put really? the hat on. I get fabulous. I get fabulous and Paul George, like I on a daily. I see Paul George before fabulous. I don't see fabulous though. If I put this hat and these shades on, I I I, I got it down. Like I got it down to the T. But they told me like Paul George and fabulous. And I was like, all right. Like I either have to be an athlete or I have to be like a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then um, like you say, like I I love like so what I do now is like I love like people that I like actors, entertainers, musicians, whatever. If I if I like someone, like I'll listen to their podcast, listen to their interviews. I want to know how they think. Right. I want to hear, you know what I'm saying, like, what drives them. Um, Matthew McConaughey, the actor, mm-hmm. he, he was he was accepting an award, and he said, obviously outside of his dad, um, like, his biggest uh, idol or his biggest, like, influence was, like, who he would become in the next five years, who he would become in the next ten years. And I was like, wow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, for me, it was like, um, just thinking back to some of the things – when I was younger that I felt like, man, I'm like, I'm never going to be able to like get past this stuff, man. And then like, here I am today. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's how I think about my life. So I think of it I, now I think of it in like years. So now it's like five years, 10 years. Like, like who will I be in? Like when I'm 30, when I'm 35, right. when I'm 40, that's, that's how I look at it now. Like I know I'm going to be better. Right. I may not be like completely better, but I know like, I know like what I need to 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 let go of. I know what I need to embrace, and like now, like I just want to be a better version of myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's. Uh, I used to compare myself so much. Yeah. And Comparison limit, is a thief of joy. Oh yeah, and limit myself so much, and yep. I'm so grateful that I didn't have social media when I was okay between the age of 18 and 25. I'm you didn't have to look grateful at it. that I didn't have that because. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it would have ruined me. It really? would have. Um, yeah. But the second that I stopped comparing mm. and just, like you said, just trying to be the best version of you, mm. all of a sudden it it just aligns. It just, when you yeah. stop suffocating it, when yeah. you stop putting so much pressure or, because yeah. you're not going to, you're not Paul George or Fabulous. Yeah. Like you have nothing to do with either one of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. You know, people say, oh, you look like so-and-so. You look yeah. like, I'm not going to be like, okay, well, I guess I have to be that person then. True. 
because you're not going to be. Yeah. And the second I think that you s let go of expectations and sure. just like, you know, release. release patterns, you know, and just let it unravel and yeah. just let it align. And it's true. Align. Granted, I'm still, you know, I mean, I still struggle. I still have my yeah. my weak moments where we I do catch will. myself we on always will Instagram comparing. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just we're humans. That's like, true. But then again, I had somebody who was like, you're comparing yourself to somebody's highlight reel. Yes. You're comparing your real life to somebody's highlight reel. And that's yes. just not. It's true. Because, I mean, I, I'm not huge on social media, but I do it because of my work. and. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting my highlight reel is what you're That's getting. True. You're getting my best moments. That's true. I guarantee you I had, you know, 10 photos of the same photo, and I went through every one to see yeah. which one I liked the best before I posted it. Okay. And that's not, okay. that's not real. I mean, it's real, but it's yeah. not when other people are like, oh, when you compare, then you're just comparing yourself to, like I said, somebody's highlight reel. So, true. True. You know, like I said, it's, you know, you can... Okay. Can, you know, let let go of it, but then obviously sometimes you have your weak moments. But yeah. if you stop comparing, then you'll be a lot happier, I can guarantee you. Okay. Okay. What are some of your guilty pleasures? Mm. Anything. It could be whatever. Um Netflix, obviously. <laughs> what you watching on Netflix? Right now, Queer Eye. I know I'm like four years late. Oh, Queer Eye? Queer Eye. It's the show with these they call themselves the Fab Five. Mm. Um, these five gay guys that like transform. Okay somebody's life in an hour <laughs> okay and they they spend a week with them and it's really like i just was like oh i'm not gonna watch that like whatever yeah. like i just remember when it came out and yeah yeah i've gotten i've gotten hooked okay but like i said i've got my pregnancy hormones are on high right now so Alrighty. i'm just like bawling every episode really um but yeah i love i love yeah. my recorded television for sure because okay. i just love to be able to when it's my downtime, it's my downtime. Yeah. I don't get much of it. True. And I know in eight weeks I'm not going to have any of it. Mm. <laughs> so, um, True. yeah, I'm, I'm very much when it's time to shut off. I, I mean, I'm an only child, so I'm able to yeah. entertain myself. So I have no problem in, <laughs> yeah. in being, by, being by myself. Yeah. I can, I can definitely <laughs> stay in the apartment for a whole day by myself and Me be too. totally okay with it. Yeah. So, when I was, uh, so when I was coming up, like I had this, like, I don't know. I just had this urge that like, I just always needed to like impress people. And I like, I always just had like a lot of people around me. Like I was just trying to people please. Like, it's just like, it drains you. Like you, you can't do it. Like you literally like, no, you'll you never make everybody happy. You'll never. Oh my God. Never. <laughs> Man, that need to be the, I would like, that should be the national anthem. Like yeah. you just, you, it you won't, can't. Yeah. And then the more you try, like, you're just setting yourself up for failure. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. Now now that I know that, <laughs> I'm just like, when, when I, yeah, like you said, you, you can't make everybody happy. So if I start to, like, ah, I, I should do this, no. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> mm -hmm. No. Do what makes you happy, I'm telling yeah. you. Because you're not going to make everybody happy. So that's true. what's the point of even stressing yourself out about it? Mm. Just do mm. you. Yeah. You're in the driver's seat of your yeah. life. Okay. You can rewrite your story at any time. What you're in control of, you can control. Obviously, we aren't in control of everything. Some things are out of our control, but yeah. we can't waste energy on that. Okay. So let's go into this is the next stage of your life. Like you're going to be a mother. Mm -hmm. 
You're going to be a mother. Um, one thing that I, I didn't realize when I was a kid is that, okay, my parents, they had a relationship before the kids were born. And we just always thought, like, it was all about us. And then it wasn't until now that I realized, like, okay, like, mom and dad are together and we're their kids. But before they had us, they had a relationship of their own. And I think that, like, sometimes, like, kids can, like, really get in the way of that. And, like, parents just, you know, parents just get in this mode to where it's like, we're just going to do what's best for the kids. And it, it gets and it's, it gets too far to where, like, they forget about themselves. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, like, drives wedges and stuff up in there. Have you thought about that at all? Of course. I really? mean, yeah, we've already <laughs> discussed that she's not sleeping in the bed with us. Really? She's not going to do it. Okay. I, no matter how much she cries. No, because I, I okay. slept in the bed with my parents. Did and you? it. It, it messed me up a little bit. Like it was, it was also. just separation anxiety. Like I just couldn't, mm. couldn't leave my mom. And I want, mm. I want um, our daughter to be independent. And, mm-hmm. But then I also, like you said, you don't want, you want mom and dad to have their time too. Yeah. And um, kids don't understand that though. They don't. Oh, they, yeah, they don't. <laughs> when you finally realize your parents are human beings. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> You're not a parent. You're actually a human. Yeah, you're a boy. You're a person. Yeah, you're an actual person. <laughs> like when you see a school teacher outside of school. Yeah, that's true. It's like you're a human. <laughs> you don't just live it in the classroom. Yep. Um, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's it's just all about balance. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it feels like my life is about to start over. It's yes. that's what I've been feeling. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like I feel like. I'm about to just start from scratch again, which you is are. exciting. With then, what you know now. But though, with what I already know. Which is amazing. Which I couldn't, I mean, hats off to young parents because I could not have done this any earlier in my life. For really? me personally. Okay. Uh, I just was so selfish with my career. Okay. And just so selfish with my life that yeah. I wouldn't have been able to, because like I said, it's not about me anymore. And I don't. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if it would have happened before now, I would have, you make it work. Yeah, you got to make, make whatever work. work. But yeah. everything happens for a reason. And there's a reason why I am not having a child until now in my life. Because now I'm like, okay, uh, I've done everything. Like, I've, yeah. I've I've experienced everything so far that I've needed to experience. Like, now it's ready for yeah. the next the next chapter. That's good. Mm-hmm. You should write a book, man. In all, in all my free time. Yeah, you can do an audio book. True. Yeah. Um, I mean, we pretty much covered everything. Like, I'm I'm so grateful that you came here. Thanks and for like, asking me. Oh, of course, man. Yeah. Uh, I got a lot of respect for you, Ash. Thanks, Jordan. I could leave with anything. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, like, we, like I said, like, we have these periods in our life. So, moving forward to that next chapter of your mm-hmm. life as a parent, what is something kind of that you will want to do as a parent? Have you thought about that? I just don't want to screw it up. That's what I mean. I've thought about so yeah. far. Um, I just want to create an environment okay. for her where, like I said before, where she can feel comfortable coming and telling me anything. Yes. But obviously still being a parent. Yeah. Not her friend, not her. Woo, you know. She, the, hey, that's that motherly. That's that motherly instinct, right? I'm not your friend, right? I mean, 
I want to, obviously we want to be a cool yeah. mom, but. Yeah. Still, obviously, discipline, kids, kids need boundaries. They yeah. respect that. That's they true. Do. They do. They need, they need a schedule. They need. That's true. They do. It they respect it. Yeah. They do. Even if they'll cry, they cry about it the whole way through. At yeah. the end, they'll appreciate it. True. You know, um. So, yeah, I just want to make it fun, make yeah. it fun. And obviously there's going to be lows, but there's going to be highs and yes. it's not going to be perfect because that word doesn't exist. Um, yeah, just it's just going to be crazy. I remember I asked somebody like, once they're born, like, do you look at her like that's. That's we created that. Like you know, I mean, I remember talking to somebody yeah. the other week about that. She's like, "Oh yeah, I remember sitting in the hospital room, just like looking at her sleeping." Like <laughs> that's that's I just did that. Yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. Like it's just this whole experience imagine. has been. I can't imagine. Just yeah. mind blowing. Like yeah. just when you think you have it all figured out, I'm like, wow, yeah. I have nothing yeah. figured out. But yeah. like you said, new chapter. But I already have 38 years of what I've do. What I've learned so far. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Ash. Thank you, Jordan, so much. This is Catch You on the Rebound. I had the wonderful Ashley Gobby as my guest today. And that's all. Uh,